episode 63, AJ Mirzat. Get awake in your alpha podcast. Live limitless. Dragging down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Worlds they live by. For example, put the cookie down. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin yang, the alpha round. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Make sure you follow us also on Twitter at Awaken Your Alpha. And go to the Facebook group, like our page. Get to the podcast. Okay, guys. So we have a good one for you today. We, we're here with AJ Mirzad today, and he's the owner of Life Fuel Fuel Supplements, along with a fitness software called Lean Buddy. So he's, he's doing a lot, but clearly from that, you can tell fitness is his thing. He's got a very strong mindset, which we're going to talk about again. I've seen him speak. He's a very good speaker. Um, he's also the author of a best-selling book, The Mind-Body Solution. So you can see where them, them two areas are coming together. So uh, on that note, AJ, are you ready to awaken your alpha? You know it. Good stuff. I mean, I'm looking at your bio here. Is there anything you'd like to add to that that you feel we haven't, haven't quite covered? No, that was pretty comprehensive. You covered a lot of it. You know, I'm just uh, just a guy who's always looking to improve himself and, uh, you know, trying to be my best physically, mentally, and spiritually and make constant improvements every single day. Cool. I mean, I just blow your own trumpet for you a little bit then as well. You know, you've got a master's in psychology, featured in men's fitness, bodybuilding.com. And I think how I came across you, I'm pretty sure it is, you know, you're a keynote speaker at various events. And I think that's how we first crossed paths. So, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember that about two years ago, I was speaking at an event and, uh, you were in attendance and we got to, to hang out and hook up. It was a really good time. Good stuff. So we like to start off our interviews with a bit of an alpha quote that you like to live your life by. Is there any that spring to mind, AJ? Yes. Uh, it's actually a quote that I walk around with on my hand every single day and it's maximize this moment. Nice. I like it. Have you got that? Is that a tattoo then? I'm guessing you haven't just penciled it on your arm. <laughs> it's eventually going to be a tattoo, but like right now I have a little bracelet that I uh, wear to remind me. It's pretty much uh, telling me to always live in the present moment. And that's where life exists right now yep. and to capitalize on it as much as possible. Meaning that rather than thinking too much, just taking action, just really following my intuition in terms of the highest use of every moment that's given to me. Perfect. And that's why you're on this podcast, man, because you, you could be chilling out now, but no, you're going to speak to me. So, <laughs> Yeah, and I'm happy to do that, definitely. Yes, no, I know uh, we've both been looking for this, forward to this one for a while, so um, I'm glad we're finally getting on. And um, what is your origin story, AJ? I know you're based in New York at the moment, in that area. Are you originally from there? How did you get from, obviously, growing up and then to the point of going around being a keynote speaker and having your own company, supplements company? Yeah, sure. You know, Adam, I uh, started off, uh, you know, living in New York most of my life and uh, I was pretty overweight growing up. And uh, with being overweight, I was 60 pounds on my heaviest. I was pretty depressed and insecure. I literally stuttered for the first 20 years of my life. And I was like one big mess. <laughs> I did not know that. Damn. That, that's, that's huge. Yeah. Obviously, if you're stuttering at the, at the time, that's, that's got to be really tough and, you know, create a lot of issues with confidence, I'm sure, and just not wanting to speak. So to go to be a, a public speaker now, fair play, that's awesome. Yeah. 
place. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I overcame a lot of challenges and a lot of it was, you know, lacking uh, confidence. You know, I was very shy. I was scared to talk to, to women and in public, I would really uh, stick to myself. And a lot of it was because I thought I was fat, ugly. I would start speaking all of a sudden I would slip on my words and it'd be embarrassing. So I said, I'm not going to say anything. And uh, as you could tell, like that will lead to a lot of pain and trouble in one's life. And um, over time, like I just started to numb the pain by eating, uh, by taking drugs, excessive alcohol. And uh, I just was looking for this sense of happiness and confidence. I, I found them by taking drugs and drugs are pretty awesome. They do make you feel happy and confident and you can take on the world. But the part that sucks is when you come off them, you yeah. feel like complete yeah. crap, you know, and um, alcohol is the same thing. You know, I was, I was really shy. I was thinking way too much. But when I drank alcohol, all of a sudden I felt like the man and I could go up and talk to women and I was confident and, you know, when the alcohol wore off, I was back to my shitty life. And uh, it took a lot. About the alcohol, it sounds like my, uh, my 17, 18, 19, 20 year old years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I was very excessive, you know, and uh, really hit rock bottom uh, many times in my life. It was really just, um, you know, going to the extreme and, uh, you know, having near death experiences. And I guess like, when you hit those like really deep, dark moments when you're on the brink of death or just when you feel like utter crap, you come to realize some deep truths and you start to look at your life in a different way. And a lot of it was just realizing uh, when I was taking all these drugs and when I was drinking, uh, I was searching for happiness and I was searching for, you know, the confident, secure, ideal version of myself. And in split seconds, I would notice it, but then it would all go away. It was temporary. It was toxic. Yeah. And then it led me to really understand like what, what my mind is. And a lot of it is, you know, it's our thinking process because I realized that I was thinking so much. And because I was thinking so much, I had all these insecurities and I had this level of being scared of a lot of things in life because my mind was creating all these problems. Definitely. No, that's, that's really interesting when you said like about in these different states you were in, like where are we getting drunk or on drugs, you'd find you'd, you'd notice or recognize that point when you was like, this is kind of the, the, how you want to be. And I think as people growing up or, or a lot of people do it, you get to that point when you, you're feeling so good where you, you haven't drunk too much or, you know, you've drunk enough and you, you're probably at that stage, your optimum com confidence levels, you still can speak, you're not that bad, but you know, you, you're feeling really good. And I suppose as more and more as, as potentially people get older, they find their alpha um, and they don't, they don't need to drink or they don't need external things to get that high. And they, they're basically, they attain that state where, where it used to be just for a minute or two, they can attain that without drugs, you know, on their self with their own tools and techniques. And just by identifying that that's how they want to come across. And that's the state they like to be in. So they can try and get there naturally. That's it. You hit the nail right on the head, Adam. That's what I came to realize. I realized that, you know, when I was searching for happiness, these external substances, whether it was alcohol, drugs, food, or sex, it was there, sure. And it was very, very deep and powerful, but it was toxic and short-lived. Yeah. You know, I was always depending on it because I remember being younger. I was only happy when I was out during the weekends partying and then when monday came i went back to my miserable life you know and every high has a low and my goal in my search in life was 
how can I be in this alpha, happy, confident state 24-7 naturally without any external substances? Yeah, without being hammered. <laughs> yeah. How did you, how do you get out of this? Because obviously you're, you're into some pretty uh, destructive habits of the drugs and alcohol, the stutter. You can't do much about that at this stage. So how, how did you sort of get out of all this? You know, actually, uh, fitness was my gateway drug, you know, because uh, when I was at my heaviest, about 60 pounds overweight, I was just, you know, I had men boobs and a big stomach, and I was just, like, so disgusted with myself. One day, I saw my reflection in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, my God, I look like shit. And that was, like, when I hit rock bottom, you know. I said, big chipmunk cheeks looking at me, and I'm like, I cannot go on like this. So I decided to go to the extreme, do whatever it takes to get in shape. And that's where I just really committed my entire life to fitness, reading every book I could. I went and changed my major to exercise science and nutrition and was committed to get myself into shape. And uh, I noticed that in life, when you put all of your focus and all your energy in one place and one goal, you have a very high tendency of making it a actual reality. And within that year, focusing only on my fitness, I actually got myself into shape. I, I got a six pack, I lost the 60 pounds and you know, my life changed in such a profound way. Well, I really think anyone can do it. It's just a question of how bad they want it and, uh, and the commitment issue, definitely. Yes, yeah, no, there you go, Adam. And uh, that's the whole thing, you know, I realized that that was like my biggest limiting factor. And uh, once I got myself into shape, I was like, holy shit, you know, like getting myself into shape physically you know, not only makes me feel better, but I look better. And it gave me this sense of control over my life. You know, I'm like, wow, you know, if I could apply this much energy and effort into controlling the physical aspect, what else can I control? What else can I improve? You know, and I realized I was very unhappy. I was depressed. I was broke. So I realized that now I could use the same level of effort and energy to improve the different areas of my life. Brilliant. So when did the, what, what phase in your life did the stammer go? Was it before or after you got buffed? Well, you know, when I started to lose the weight, you know, I definitely gained more confidence. I got more female attention. And, uh, you know, I started putting myself more into, uh, like, I guess, uncomfortable situations. And uh, during that weight loss process, you know, I became a personal trainer. And I was kind of forced to just go up in front of people and sell myself to them, market myself to them. And um, I heard about this organization called Toastmasters, which I recommend to anyone, not just from a uh, public speaking point of view, but from a confidence point of view. Now, Toastmasters is the world's oldest public speaking organization. I think it was formed in the 1930s, and it's like a non-for-profit. You know, it basically has little meetup groups all around the world where you go in, and they teach you how to be a very powerful public speaker. And uh, they have people from all skill levels coming in, but they have such an amazing process that's been tested and refined over the years and it teaches you how to go into a social situation and just confidently speak. And um, when I joined Toastmasters, I really learned how to present myself, but I learned how to get more confidence and actually get rid of my stuttering. You know, like I said, for 20 years, I was stuttering. I couldn't finish a sentence. I would be at a loss for words. It was, it was so embarrassing. And then uh, through Toastmasters and, and just putting myself out there publicly, Slowly but surely, I learned how to speak better and more articulately, and that just went away. Man, that is brilliant. You must have felt absolutely released because that, yeah, that sound like that is really going to hold you back. And at the time, it must have felt before you obviously managed to solve it. It must have felt there's not a lot you could do do about it when you're growing up. That's horrible. 
Oh my God. Yeah. You know, once it was so bad, I was in school and I wanted to get up to use the bathroom and I was stuttering so bad. Nothing came out. I just got embarrassed. I sat down in my chair and just sat there and peed in my pants. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, That's how bad it was. You were ruthless, man. That, they, they, would have, they would have hammered you for that. That's harsh. But oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 It was like, embarrassing. But you know, like I said, it's, yeah. you know, realizing yeah. like this is something that needs to be fixed and there's always a solution for like whatever we want to improve. Definitely. And uh, what a strong recommendation for Toastmasters as well. That's an awesome little sort of resource and recommendations in there as well. So amongst all of this, it sounds like there's multiple times when there's like almost awakening type moments. And that's usually the way there's lots of key things throughout your career and life. What would you say if you had to try and pin it down to one or two would some key awakening type moments even could be right up in recent times to sort of help you up level your business and your life? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I got involved in um, creating a supplement business, you know, and at, at the time I was uh, really, really serious on creating different uh, chemical blends and manufacturing them. It was, you know, really seeing that uh, the supplement companies were, were ripping people off. And I decided to really, um, you know, find out how to create my own supplements and sell them at a much lower price, you know, so it wasn't a big ripoff. And uh, within the time, I was doing a lot of experimenting with like different supplements. And then uh, I was doing some self-experimenting on myself. So uh, one day I had a goal of taking a pre-workout supplement that I made and I made a really stupid mistake. Instead of taking the uh, supplement before my workout, I took this entire bottle of this pure stimulant. It was called Yohimbine <laughs> HCL. And uh, the dosage is like two to three milligrams. And I literally took 3,000 milligrams at once. And uh, oh holy God. shit, like within minutes of taking it, I was like, my heart's going to explode. I'm going to die. And uh, <laughs> wow. It's oh like the God. feeling you have when you just, you drank poison. You're like, shit, you know, I only <laughs> have a limited time to live. It's some scary stuff. Whoa. Well, I can laugh about now because you're still talking to me, but. Bloody I'm still hell. talking, yes, but uh, uh, to make a long story short, you know, literally, <clears throat> I drove myself to the emergency room, and uh, I literally had a heart attack, you know, I, I, I was put into a, a comatose state uh, for, oh for five God. days. This is serious, oh my God, man. You yeah, I'm not going to, it's like uh, some crazy shit happened, I'm not going to get into all the details, but uh, being in a coma for five days, I was fighting for my life because, you know, it's just 3,000 times the recommended dose. So it was like 3,000 cups of coffee all at once. My heart was like Hell. fighting for its life. It and was I'm like, you know, over two. That moment when you realized, oh, crap, you've done it to yourself. <laughs> like, gee, you poisoned yourself. Oh, my God. At least yeah, you it's crazy. Like, um, you know, like literally when I was uh, <clears throat> within the coma for five that. days, um, I was pronounced dead, you know, like the, the doctors went to my parents and said, you know, your, your son's flatlined. And it was like, you know, for a split moment, I, I died and, uh, you know, they're able to revive me. And um, it sounds really weird, but I literally felt my whole life flashed in front of my eyes. Like when I was in that state where I just was, you know, 
taken into the ER to the moment that uh, I came out of my coma five days later, like it felt like it was 30 seconds, you know, but within those 30 seconds, I saw every single life experience of mine from my first birthday, you know, to the first time that I, you know, graduated from school, my first car, and, you know, it's all these experiences just came up. Like, you know, when they say like you have your life flashing before your eyes, it really does happen. And, uh, coming out of that was just like one of the craziest experiences, you know, cause it was like a freak accident yeah. and I had a lot of questions and it was like a lot of like, why did this happen to me? And, you know, I was supposed to die. And if I would have died, what type of legacy would I have left? What type of impact would I have on the world? And it made me go into a very deep depression because it was like, if I would have died that day, I would have just been a statistic, you know, born here, died here and did nothing with his life. So it really was a reawakening for me. As I say, the legacy question is an important one, I think. And uh, yes, that I think it comes down to some key questions that really are powerful if you can ask them at the right time. And uh, yeah, that's obviously clearly one for yourself. This is our Yoda question. Who helped you awaken your alpha? Um, it could have, been, could have been shortly after this. I know obviously that, that situation helped you massively, but who has helped you along the way? You know, <clears throat> I've had so many mentors and so many people that came into my life that, that really taught me great lessons and, and just, to, you know, to, to way to think differently. And the one that comes to mind, because now I think about that whole near-death experience and coming out of consciousness and uh, vowing to, to change my life, uh, when I got out of the hospital, um, the first book that I read uh, was uh, Eckhart Tolle's uh, The Power of Now. And it was almost at that point in my life that that book was talking to me directly. You know, it made me realize like how much all the shit that I went through from being overweight to being addicted to drugs, to the near death experience, to just all the negativity that I had in my life was the cause of my own mind and my own thinking of overthinking and just being negative and thinking about the past or being anxious about the future. And it was like a moment of enlightening after I read that book. And, uh, his philosophy of just being in the present moment really just changed the shape of my life since then. No, it's, it's interesting. The concept, I mean, it sounds so simple when you say literally all you have in life is literally the current, the second you're in at the moment. Like you can't go back. You, you can't, you know, you can't jump way ahead. It's literally every second. And just sometimes just don't stress about like what could happen potentially or stress about what's gone on in the past. It is literally, it's, you, you just got to try and be in the moment. It's, huge exactly exactly because we can't do anything about the past right and 99.9 percent .9 of the things that we worry about in the future never even happen yeah. you know so it's like you're creating all this chaotic nonsense where if you just live life right now and you say wow all i need is within me right now and exactly where i am in life is exactly where it should be it's extremely empowering and you just literally live your life at its fullest mm -hmm. extent it's like anything as well. If you put a lot of focus and energy on something, you're going to get sucked towards it, whether you want or not. So if you are always thinking about this dreaded future event, you're actually probably increasing the chances of it happening. <laughs> Absolutely. Adam. No, you're right about that. Science has even proven that, you know, when you're putting a lot of effort and energy, you know, you tend to attract more negative, crappy circumstances. So, you know, you're in control of it. Definitely. Right. This is the yin yang round. So we're going to mix it up completely. Um, and just find out a little bit more about yourself and see what floats your boat and just uh, go with your gut on this one. Sure thing. Okay. Tea or coffee? Coffee. DVD or cinema? Cinema. 
Okay. Paris or London? Paris. Miami or California? California. Schwarzenegger or Stallone? Oh, Schwarzenegger all day long. Yeah, that is the only one with the correct answer. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's, he's a man without a doubt. Oh, definitely. Uh, surf or turf? Surf. Snow ski or water ski? Water ski. To the complete blank around. So you just got to complete the blanks for me and we'll see, uh, see where it takes us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your best friend would describe you as? Humble. Last time you were drunk was? About a month ago. Okay. And the interesting thing that happened that night was? <laughs> wow. I lost my phone. I lost my sunglasses. And I lost oh. half the memory. Man, this is we got shared troubles here. I lost my phone. Last yeah, time. God, I hate that. I, I, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna go into what else I've lost, but geez, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> like anything else, as well, the last couple of times it's when we just said it when I really focus, like I'm not gonna lose this, I'm not gonna lose this, and um, yeah, and then I lost my phone, but I won't get, yeah, but that. those are the best nights, yeah, exactly. Well, um, <laughs> one of these. <laughs> One of these, actually, I think the event you was at, the, um, this is interesting. We're talking about the law of attraction, and um, this is, uh, this is it just sprung to mind. But the, the event you was at, basically. Yeah, the one I, in LA? Yeah. I'd, okay. Months, months before that, the good man, uh, Luca, had been, I basically said, yeah, I'm coming. Definitely coming, because I, um, I, I wanted to meet up with him. I might have been the, one of the first events he was actually speaking at, as, as opposed to not watching speaking at. So I was like, man, I'm going to come support you. You know, it'd be good to catch up anyway. And uh, then I booked my flights and uh, I basically I had to fly out because I had to go back for work Monday. I had to fly out like Sunday morning, at, like seven in the morning. Mm. Like, instantly, as soon as this is like three or four months in advance and instantly he's like, you're going to miss that flight. I was like, no, 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 no. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm like, I'm, I go, we'll go out for a few and then I'll go straight to the airport. It's not, not a problem. I won't go sleep. It's fine. I can sleep on the plane. He still go, you're going to miss that. And I'm like, no. And then it became like a whole thing. People are chipping in like, you're definitely going to miss that. I'm like, I won't. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure you can join up the dots to create a long story, a cut a long story short. I just rested my head for a second. Next thing I look at the clock, my flight is like 7.35. I look at the clock in the room. It's 7.36. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not, they're bad times. And then everyone else was basically right. Self-fulfilling prophecy there, and uh, I got in some trouble for basically missing what, what was at that stage. It was a tutorial with my students <laughs> on the Monday morning. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, interesting. Anyway, we, we, we veered off a little bit there. Um, <laughs> your favorite movie of all time is? Limitless. Oh, my goodness. I Literally, my last interview was just talking about and this, this came up as, if you take Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator out of the equation, this is my favorite film in the last 25 years. Wow. Oh, we're cut from the same cloth here. This is, you're the first person who said Limitless. Yeah, I mean, totally. It's every dude's dream to be able to have a mind like that, where you could just yeah, be super sharp, make billions of dollars, and at the same time, you know, just... You know, just, just have ultimate success at your disposal. This is pretty much like you, because that uh, that's based in New York, isn't it, that film? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, it's based in New York. And I like the bit at the end. He basically weans himself off it, much like you getting off your drugs and your alcohol. And then, uh, but he still keeps the benefits. Awesome. 
Love it. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, that's the whole thing. You know, I truly feel like uh, why that movie really uh, connects with so many people is the fact that, you know, we all have the ability to getting a 10 out of 10 in every aspect of our lives, whether it's physically, emotionally, spiritually, in a relationship, and it's the ability to just work on those areas each and every single day, you know, and it could be done in a very natural way, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, you are living a limitless life. Definitely. Tagline of the show, man, live limitless. You're pretty much the alpha round here now, so this is where you just give us resources um, that help us become the alpha and awaken our alpha. So we start off with a book recommendation, if you've got one to hand, please. A book by Robert Greene. Uh, it's called The 50th Law. And uh, he co-wrote it with 50 Cent. And the book is just based on fear. Awesome. And, uh, you know, it's pretty much it's how everything that we don't have in our lives is a result of fear that we have hiding it from us. And the reality is, is uh, you know, you have to become fearless to achieve the life that you want. To be a true alpha, you need to be fearless in every aspect. And uh, the book goes into the history of fear great figures who've overcame fear and insurmountable odds to accomplish their goals. And it really shows you practical things on how you could, you know, apply fearless strategies in your daily life. Yeah. And I was going to say someone like 50 cent doesn't come across as a man who's uh, afraid of too much. Does he? <laughs> no, no, that's it. You know, I think I admire anyone who comes from nothing and is self-made because uh, if you read anyone self-made, you know, whether it's a, a celebrity or even a, a multimillionaire, you'll see that, you know, we all have the same capabilities within us because they did it within a lifetime. And they just took different habits on a daily basis to get there. And it's just very inspiring to say the least. Definitely. Have you got a particular uh, productivity resource that you use? It could be very high tech, like an app or some kind of something you, system you use on your computer or a low tech resource that keeps you on the straight and narrow. It's up to you. Yeah, I use a bunch of them. You know, I'll just name a few. Uh, one of the best ones is uh, LastPass. Uh, it, it's this automatic uh, password app where basically you just put all your passwords in once and you never have to like type them in again. It's very secure and it works across like all different formats, your computer, your smartphone, and uh, it saves a ton of time. Cool. Um, I also use this uh, transcribing service religiously. It's called copy talk and it's pretty much a talk to text mobile service where I pretty much call them up and I talk into it like I'm talking on the phone and uh, my voice gets sent to this room of like typists human beings are just typing every single word and um, actually I wrote my first book by just getting up every single day calling up the transcribing service and just talking for 10 minutes and uh a book is about 30,000 words. And if you talk for 10 minutes, that's about 1,000 words transcribed. So for one month, 30 days, all I did was call up that phone number for 10 minutes a day. And within one month, I completed my book. That is inspiring, mate. That is legendary. I really like that. Because again, I just hate people with excuses. And if someone actually has an inkling or wants to write a book and just saying they haven't got time, man, I think you've just killed as like you can for most excuses. You just killed it there. That is awesome. I like that a lot. Yeah. Actually, I'm writing my second book uh, in, in a similar way. You see, right now we're just having a conversation. Yeah. We're talking back and forth. You know, right now we have literally thousands and thousands of words of great content. So yeah. I'm going to start interviewing people and just recording the interview. And then I take that long ass interview. I send it to a transcriptionist, you know, pay them a couple of bucks a minute. Yep. And then they have this big giant block of text. I send that to an editor. She 
splits it up, puts it into chapters, and then a book is done. And all I did was talk and have a great time during the conversation. Boom. Right. Again, because as it seems with most of this interview, mate, it's like I'm not looking in the mirror, but virtually as in sound, dude, Awaken Your Alpha, the book has already been talked about. As again, one or two people have mentioned it and like suggested it. And I'm like, that is a cool idea. And yeah, it could quite easily be done. So it's, 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 it's happened in 2015 for, along the same lines when, when I've got so much good content coming from people like yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's there. What are the top oh, that's gonna be a, yeah. 20 interviews? What are the most powerful ones? And people can vote on that. And then it's going you know, to be literally like pick and choose. And then, you know, how do you mold it all together? Like what is the best for the fit for a book that goes together? Because obviously you don't want every chapter on the same thing. So I, that just the thought that really excites me. And I'm not going to be sloppy. Like I said, I'm going to wait till I've got, you know, 100, 150 plus um, interviews and then really try and get the cream of the crop. Yeah, Adam, that's a great idea, you know, because you have literally books and books of solid content. Who do you think I should interview next or very soon? Okay, well, uh, you know, um, my mentor and friend, uh, his name's Joe Polish. Uh, I'm in his mastermind, and uh, he's just, you know, one of the sharpest marketers. He's got like 30 years of direct response marketing, and he's got this killer mastermind with, uh, you know, a lot of the, the industry transformers, I think he'd be great Brilliant. because I uh, totally lives an alpha lifestyle. And plus I think he would have a lot to contribute to your audience. And also, um, Robert green, uh, you know, uh, I'm not sure if you've read any of his books, but you know, as I mentioned, he wrote the, uh, the 50th law and, but his books are all about just a uh, strategy and um, using the mind, and it's also about a lot of history, and he, he does a ton of research, and uh, uh, all the books are generally just uh, how to live an alpha lifestyle, and I highly recommend uh, having him on the show. Brilliant. Man, what is the best way people can get in contact with you if they want to hear more? Because we're running out of time here, um, but I just feel like we're getting going, but so what's the best way people can get in touch with you? Sure thing, Adam. You know, I'm really active on Facebook, so you could add me on there. Facebook forward slash AJ Fit, AJ F I T. Or uh, you could go on my website that discusses my program, my online coaching, and uh, body transformation. It is www.lifefuelfit.com. And also, uh, you can pick up my best selling book. It's on Amazon. It is called The Mind body solution train your brain for permanent weight loss by aj mirzad love it what a good way to finish the show and as i say genuinely we're running out we've pretty much run out of time i think we might have to have you on again in the next six months or a year to talk purely about supplementation and life fuel my friend yes yeah i would love to it's been it's been a pleasure it's been really good it's just flown by hey adam i had such a good time being on your show I, I listen to it myself i love all the episodes so you know just keep bringing that fire man check out this fantastic podcast do the little guy a favor subscribe and review it'll help get him off my back make sure you follow us also on twitter at awaken your alpha to get all the details and keep in the loop follow us on twitter the awaken your alpha podcast live limitless